Well, welcome to another podcast right here with Steve and Eddie, and uh, it's good to have a couple of uh, Cupid friends with us. We've got Dustin and uh, Rich. Now, they're both in the house today, and we're just really glad they're here. And, um, you know, if I had Elvis handy, I'd, I'd uh, wise man say, since we're so close to Valentine's Day, you know, but instead of Elvis and an impersonator, I thought I'd hand out the modern day... Uh, conversation hearts for each of you. So I want you to go ahead and we're going to go through a little bit of something here today. You get to open them up right now. Nice. Yeah, yeah. And um, so th there's these little candy hearts and you know how you used to get the candy hearts. I'm kind of telling everybody uh, out in uh, podcast land about how you get to candy hearts and on there there'd be little, uh, little notes and things. Okay, so before you start whipping through them, here's the deal. <laughs> You, you gotta, you gotta. Uh, as we're having a conversation here before the actual meat of it, we're we're gonna go ahead and have a little conversation about uh, our wives and our relationship and and that kind of thing. And in the midst of it, I'm gonna go ahead and point to someone, and then you're gonna need to read one side of the uh, of the heart that you're gonna get. Now, a lot of times when the old days, I don't know if you remember, but they used to have like their, you know, had like ink on them. Right, you know, I mean, like little candied ink, and you could see them pretty yeah, decent. Yeah, these hard to read. These are kind of hard to read, so you have to get these your are specs in out. They're in braille. They're in braille. They're in braille. He says. Rich well, is going to have me look at his and tell him what it says. I'm just. Yeah, I haven't brought my glasses I can do that for you too, Eddie. If you need. Yeah, well, I can. I can read it. So, so you'll you'll understand that these are a little bit modernized, and we'll just have to go with the flow. So, anyway. Uh, First question. We're just kind of going to get to it, and I don't really have any of these questions written out. I'm just going to make them up as we go. Oh boy. But uh, how, uh, Rich? How is your um, relationship with your wife? How, how's it, how are you guys doing? I mean, we've had marriage classes before that you were part of, so I mean, I'm hoping that it's been pretty Am good. Am I supposed to look at this for my answer or you, answer it truthfully? You're gonna you're gonna answer it uh, truthfully. And then you're going to go, and it's because all because of, and then you're going to read your heart. It's going fantastic right now. Okay, and it's all uh, because of. And uh, <laughs> it's it's all because of. Yeah. Uh, it's all because of love. Love, great, love. great. Yeah. So that, that, I'm so glad that that one worked out really good. What's the other side say? It just says the name of the company, don't it? No. D DM me. <laughs> because she... DMs you. What yes. does that mean? A direct message. Me. Okay. Okay. Yep. So love and direct messaging you. Yes. Okay. She texted me this morning and told me she loved me. So. D d see, we're right on. We're right, right on. on cue. Right on cue. Right on cue. Well, good job, Rich. Um, uh, brother, uh, brother Dustin. <laughs> I, was, I was debating on whether I was going to say what I was going to say, uh, brother Eddie or not. But he was kind of messing with something else, so I thought I'd go ahead and <laughs> say Dustin. <laughs> Dustin, uh, it, it, do you have big special plans for this uh, Valentine's weekend? We really don't. Um, we're, we're got some plans with the kids. Um, got family uh, for the weekend. Two so, children. Yeah. So right? yeah. So we're gonna we're gonna do something on Sunday. That involves them, but other than that, just you know. Yeah. So when you do uh, have special plans with just you and Keila, um, it's all because of. Here we go. 
No. It's all well. I've got DM me on one side, okay. and that we've already used that. So I'm going to go to the other side. Nice. It's all because of nice. Because it's nice. Because it's, it's nice. That's that's nice. Well, yeah. up to this point, we've not had a lot of, you know, like, to 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 uh, present day messages on this. That's good. Nice. It's nice. because it's nice. Because it's nice. It's nice. Yeah. It's got a nice relationship and nice timeout. So that's a good deal. So Eddie, we're over to you. And uh, you and 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 Daisy, she she, uh, I'm sure that um, it's all peaches and cream at your house. Yeah, I just took her flowers like ten minutes ago. Did you? And that wow. stopped at Kroger's and bought flowers and took them to her. It wasn't for Valentine's Day. It was just out of the goodness of my heart. It, so. See, and, and Cupid, Cupid was poking him in the butt. I wasn't even in trouble. I wasn't even in trouble. I plan ahead. If so, I'm going to get in trouble, I plan ahead. So because <laughs> things are always peaches and peaches and peaches and cream and flowers at your house, um, it's all because of what? Well, on one side, mine says nice. And on the other side, it's Y-A-A-A-S, Yas. What's that mean? <laughs> What's that yes. mean? What's that mean? Yas. It's uh, an exclamation guess, of yes. I guess it is. Yes. I feel honored. Uh, uh, you so out I, there in uh, Radio Land, I feel honored <laughs> to be in the room with three uh, great men who are vying for Husband of the Year. So I just I, I feel honored to it's be true. here, actually. It's right true. right well, now, we're a distant second. You took flowers <laughs> well, to your wife. Well, it, 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 because, because yours was a yes yeah. type of answer, it's all because that yes is all because of what? Pick another one without looking. Okay, I'll look. That could degenerate. You I know quickly. it. <laughs> Move on. I, I got a lie here. I'm, I can't read <laughs> It's because of cutie. My wife is a cutie. <laughs> well, there we go. And we She's can't cu- wait for the other side, which is date night. <laughs> date night. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Well, see, now that's, this is good. You keep up your date night with your cutie, and that's because it's yeah. We still got that gift certificate. <laughs> and see, you could you possibly use that could, for could probably use that. Valentine's Day. That's awesome. Well, well, Rich, we're back to you, and it's, it's just really good stuff. And, you know, when you... Um, give me a couple of uh, examples of, of maybe some things in the past that you've um, given Roberta on Valentine's Day, uh, you know, and vying for man or uh, husband of the year. Uh, chocolates. She likes chocolate. chocolates. Chocolates are good. She and really also them. because of... Can I eat these? Oh, yes. <laughs> yes. Because of... Uh, says forever. Because of forever. For- Oh, oh yeah. so so forever. So does that mean you get a, a a month a gift of the month club that gives forever <laughs> and ever? That's me. <laughs> oh, I, I would be the gift of the month. Club. There we go. Rich just know. keeps on giving. He yeah. just <laughs> keeps on giving. Didn't say it was good, but he, he keeps That's on giving. Yes. Forever. What's yeah. the other side? And the other says, "Hug me." Hug me because hug me. because of all those little yeah. those hugs, forever hugs. Yes. Forever hug. Well, all right now. That's good stuff. Um, I'm going to have to tell my son here who is uh, buzzing me right now. Uh, can I call you later? I'll do that. Anyway, um, so Dustin, we're back to you, brother. And um, we are, we're having, this is, it's a, a good go here. Um, as you were dating Keela early on before you were married, um, there were probably many things that you, did to help her uh, kind of know that your affection for her was was growing and it was things like 
you know, well, give me a couple, some examples, would you? Um, well, I mean, I, I just kept showing up at her house was probably the most obvious thing. <laughs> that was, that's a good, um, that's a good but, thing. But, you know, it's kind of interesting. You'll get a different story out of Keela if you, oh. about how we kind of, you know, started out. We were young. She was 15 and I was 17 when we started dating. And my brother bought a house a couple doors down and across the road from where she lived. Okay. He just finished college, bought a house. So I was over there helping him work on it. And she just kept coming by, right? And finally, I, you know, after a dozen trips by on the, you know, three-wheeler and cut off uh, jean shorts, you know, I thought, I'm going to ask this girl out. And then she turned me down. Oh, no. So... Well, things yeah, turned out for the better. I, mean, I wore down. Yeah. Did you? Yeah, it was, and so it was always, you know, some pro close proximity. That's good. And also because of why. And uh, and, and and you need to get a, a heart. That's it. Exactly. Okay. Because of. One for me. She's the one for me. Because she was the one She's for you. One for me. That I like that. I happen to have the other side available there. I do. Goat. Because <laughs> she was the greatest, the greatest of all time. <laughs> Tom Brady's got nothing on my face. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so it's got it's got goat on the other uh, side. Goat, straight up. G O A T. Um, okay, so no greatest of all time. That's so funny because you know here, here we are. We you know we we have to understand that this modern day hearts, these candy hearts, they've got. The, so the greatest of all time, or if you, if you're kind of mad at a gal, I guess you you know, kind of give her one that said goat, and she's like, gee whiz, you know. So I don't maybe she didn't know, you know. Uh, but yo, know, that's greatest of all time. That's I like that. That was a good. Now, for baby boomers, that'd probably be insulting. <laughs> yeah, that's what. <laughs> Call your wife a goat. <laughs> you could be yeah. That could be. That could be fraught with trepidation. Yeah, sure. too true. <laughs> too true. <laughs> Well, back to you, uh, Pastor Eddie. It's, it's, uh, I'm glad you're here in this game, and, and uh, you guys will get a chance to go ahead and take those hearts with you in those boxes and chew on them for the rest of the day, because they, they will last unless you just keep chomping on them. But um, so as, uh, as you and uh, uh, Dizia have uh, grown in your love, and as you've, you've uh, of course, had children, and, and now you've got grandchildren, and and uh, how do you how do you keep your youthful love? Uh, well, how do you keep your love youthful? I guess that's the way. Well, you you Read need to go heart. ahead. Yeah, I guess it's flowers for one, right? And then the heart says, because she's my gal pal. Because <laughs> she's my gal pal. Yep. Well, that. And on the other side, <laughs> BFS. FF, best friend. What's the other F for? Forever. That's almost okay. best friend there. forever. Yeah, there you go. See, I don't know text language, so. <laughs> best friend forever yeah. with your best gal, gal pal. pal. Yeah, that's right. I like that. Shoo. <laughs> right. Well, that's good stuff. Well, guys, I, I'm, I'm so thankful for being able to have you here um, uh, with, the, uh, with, the, with the candy heart game today. Uh, I just thought... And, and see, we were we were at Steve Flath's. I'm going to give a shout out to our our buddy Steve Flath. Just had his 50th birthday. Happy birthday, Steve O. Yeah. And that will definitely get to him because uh, a lot of podcast listeners were there that day. I think there was about six of them, and um, they said. I, I, we started reading these candy hearts out of these boxes, and I we were chuckling and laughing and having a good time, and. Uh, 
and I was, we were about ready to leave the, the party, and Crystal, Steve's wife, said, you need to take one of those. It might have been Shauna as well, uh, or Chandra. Uh, she said, you guys might want to take one of those and use those on the podcast. Yeah. And I said, well, I can hand these out. And, and so anyway, they gave me three boxes and uh, came up with this game. So I, I thought it was a lot of fun. So here's the deal, though. You do need to have um, a couple handy during the podcast because in the midst of it, I might just have an inkling just to say, and, and the heart says, yeah. <laughs> okay, we might get in trouble because <laughs> it, it's definitely yeah. random. Exactly but right. uh, but anyway, it's really glad to have, uh, we're really glad to have you guys here with us, and thanks for having a little bit of fun. And uh, before the, the weekend comes, happy Valentine's Day to you guys. And um, Eddie, since you're appearing at one, why don't you tell the guys how you really feel about them? It's because of... You plus me. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> no, that's what it is. That is great. <laughs> oh, that's perfect. That's great. And then here's another one that says my boo. <laughs> B-O-O, my boo. my boo. And on the other side it says bestie. My bestie boo. My bestie so. boo. <laughs> You can use those on your wife, Rich. I'm sure that you should be taking notes. <laughs> you can't make this up. No, you can't. I mean, this is uh, this is me rich. plus me plus you and my bestie boo. <laughs> me plus you and my bestie boo. He's writing music. Yeah. Oh, He's, uh, He's gonna be singing boy. it. He's gonna be preaching it. Yeah. yeah. I better hear a yes <laughs> from the pulpit. Yes. That's why we need to say instead of amen. Yes. <laughs> you just got to get that yeah in there because you know that's that's a good pastor Tiff would have liked that. Yeah. So. yeah, yeah, for sure. Well, that's uh, that's an awesome way to start the uh, podcast because he would say, "Am I in here alone? Am I by myself?" <laughs> yes, <laughs> you are. <laughs> Never <laughs> used to say all the time. Yeah, I get tickled out of it. <laughs> oh my goodness! Oh. I just noticed that the uh, the levels on this podcast today are uh, pushing the dynamics. Well, so we have to after this, this bit. could be the last one. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna either going to be impeached or censored. <laughs> I'll have to put a little compressor on the on the. Uh, on the oh, software here today, but no, man. it's been great. So, well, let's have a word of prayer as we get into this, uh, the thick of it here. So, thanks for being here, Lord. We thank you so much for this day. Thank you for laughter. It is a good time, and we're just having a great time today with these guys, and and we are so appreciative of your love that we get to share. Um, uh, you know, yeah, we do celebrate Valentine's Day. It's kind of a remembrance of uh, don't forget, you know, type of thing. But Lord, your love is with us 24/7. 365 days of the year and we are we feel it we understand it because of Jesus and we are so grateful for that so Lord as we go into this uh, talk today Lord uh, may our words uh, be truthful and uh, the wisdom comes from you and we pray these things in Jesus name amen and it reminds amen. me of Kila's favorite song brown girl in the ring that's right yes. <laughs> yeah, we have great vacation memories of that yeah tune. yeah yeah it's, it's kind of interesting they were where were you guys at we were in Cancun yeah and, and it was a a karaoke, wasn't it? It was a karaoke, and somebody, an older couple, got up and did that song. Oh, yeah. Steve and Stacy were with us. Yeah, oh, yeah. And it was, it was just hilarious. We got such a kick out of this couple. You really had to be there to appreciate it. Yeah, well, I understand that. Yeah. But that song, and then, so we laughed about it. Well, a couple days later. Because we hadn't heard it. Yeah, yeah, we and Eddie pulls up next to us on the sidewalk out here in front of the church and has that song blasting. <laughs> 
he had it I on rock. CD. It's so crazy. Because they had told me how crazy it was, and I said, well, I got that song. Who sings it? A, a group called Boney M. <laughs> Boney yeah, this, M? I'm serious. That, as God is my witness, that's the name of that I group. thought Kilo was going to fall down on the sidewalk. I mean, it was hilarious. We, well, there we you go, boo. About it, there so. you go, boo. <laughs> <laughs> Never, never heard of myself. Yeah, no. Well, I hadn't either. Never heard of Boney M either. Yeah, well, no. that's another old story. <laughs> is that a Jamaican group? What is that? Is it? I think that. I think they were that somewhere from South America or in the Caribbean somewhere. Yeah. But they were big in Sweden and all over Europe. People loved them. Wow. So I don't that, know. It also translates over to. Earl Sullivan, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> I guess it does. Yeah, makes sense. <laughs> yeah. Well, you have to know that Eddie is very eclectic with his music taste. So, so obviously, it's, yeah, it's. Well, here we're gonna we're gonna dive right into the enigma of faith. Go ahead, and Eddie, and kind of give us a little recap quickly on, on what, what you talked about. Well, I, I think I think most people that that heard this or will hear this the podcast as well. I, I think if we're all honest that. Faith is an enigma to a degree to all of us because the definition is a person or thing that is mysterious, puzzling, or difficult to understand. Uh, I think there's been times in our lives when things happen uh, within our families or people that we love that we just scratch our head and we say, like many drivers said in that one movie, "God, what were you thinking?" Mm. You know, but we don't we don't see the because we don't see the big picture. We don't uh, we don't see that and. and in, in Hebrews, you know, and we talked about um, we talked about three people of faith, and you know, in this whole um, roll call of, of heroes of the faith, it's just uh, it's it, it's just amazing that these people were just like us. Now, I said that Sunday. I think we have a, a tendency to think they were superhuman. There's they were just like us. They were sinners. They they had doubts. They were, they got <clears throat> got afraid. On and on and on. And I I think that helps me empathize more uh, with them and with God. That we're not any different than the people in the Scripture. We're we're just people. And yeah. He wants to be. Well, I think that, the Lord of our life actually. Yeah, that's and a great a great. Uh, and I'm just gonna jut in here not use a heart of course <laughs> but to jut in here real quick and i just want to want to ask you guys as you grew in faith and as your faith was tested when you were younger um and and through this process just tell me a little bit of some of the hurdles or maybe some of the things that came up and, and it doesn't have to be extensive but maybe just some thoughts and how you were challenged at times with with some of the things that that uh that faith the enigma even of faith and doesn't I, I I do that, and I always kind of look at both of you, and then I never point at you. Yeah, then, Dustin, why don't you go first we, this time? We, since we, the last we look at each other, yeah. and then we're, yeah, we're trying to decide, and one of us is just go, yeah, yes. <laughs> <laughs> for me, I I think faith is so important for me in my line of work. I mean, because unfortunately, good things or bad things happen to good people, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and then unfortunately, you know, when you're when you're faced with that on pretty much a daily basis um, that's a hard thing to wrap your mind around and that's hard for me to understand or wonder um, and, and I, that makes me I don't know how people get through life without faith because we all everybody's going to experience tragedy and loss and I mean that it's a guarantee um, and I, I just have to have faith that God knows what he's doing and it's not supposed to make sense with to me because otherwise I, I think you know we'd be a mess mentally yeah. all the time, you know, and that's the, uh, to me, that's the only way you get through that is you say, well, hey, 
there's a there's a grander you know bigger picture than what we can mm-hmm. see and this is how it's supposed to be and all we can do is be there for each other in these tough times when people are you know when i'm giving bad news to somebody and yeah. wow. praying with a praying with somebody um because i think that's at the end of the day that's m- more powerful and more important than any medical procedure or any prescription or any uh, is people just being loved and and uh, knowing Jesus so mm-hmm. uh, to, me, to me I just I, I can't fathom how people can walk through life not thinking that there's a bigger picture yeah like mm-hmm. that just amazes me I, I, don't, I don't know I mean what's the point what's the point of existence right. what's the point of doing anything you know right. if that's the way you feel if there's nothing better than this and why do you even bother getting out of bed in the morning mm-hmm. you know like too true um, so and yeah. in that vein why not just leave a he live a hedonistic lifestyle only for yourself right because what what would matter yeah right you know yeah hey Bridge uh, I'm gonna say something about him Dustin just can't see it pointing should we uh, use a heart <laughs> yes he's gonna call me his BFF <laughs> Say something about say something about about Dustin. My boo. My boo. That's what it says. All right. Yeah, there it is. Like, I don't know how I feel about that. And, and the other says date night. <laughs> You're buying. So. I'm buying. You're buying. Uh, no, something Dustin said uh, at a Bible study, and it's been a while back, but you know, in his line of work. We, th- you know, he came in last week. Was last week? No, two weeks ago, Wednesday night, uh, to the ditch, mm-hmm. and he ditch said, class. "Man, I have been delivering babies right and left. I just love it." You know, I mean, y- you think about that, and you see this little human coming out. He's the first person to really hold it, touch mm-hmm. it, feel it, and you know, to me, I couldn't do that for reasons that you know I, I don't do well with that thing you know that's why I'm not a nurse a doctor I'm not smart enough to be a doctor but you know the blood and all without getting into it I, I couldn't do that but to me that's amazing that he gets to see that and mm-hmm. you know he talks about you know when he talks about it, he lights up and all but then you look at the flip side he's that guy that sometimes delivers that message that oh, yeah. isn't good yeah and you know I thought about that when he was saying it, and he, you know, there's the other side of it. And he's got, you know, like he said, with his faith that, you know, for him, he sees it. He sees the grander picture. He sees the bigger picture. Correct. And, you know, mm-hmm. I, I think back to that time, and I don't know why that stuck out to me, but it always has. But I think back and think, you know, the people that are receiving that news. And he has to deliver it because that's that's mm-hmm. part of it. And you know, if they don't have faith, you know, I've received news that's not great sometimes. You know, I've had death, and you know, it just played a big impact. You know, and but we know, we know the other side. Mm-hmm. You know, we know the you know said it many times. We know the end of the story. Right. So, you know, I, I just look at that, and you know that. That's that's a blessing to me when I hear him tell that story, mm-hmm. and, and like I said, I don't know why it's stuck, but it but it always has, and and that's kind of what I what I look at that you know, the story had an impact to me that hey I, I get to do this, but I also have to do that, but you know, 
what a great guy to be able to tell you the news if it's bad or, you know, mm-hmm. because he, he, he will pray with right. you and he will, you know, right. you know, uplift you in that time. Mm-hmm. And, you know, to me that's very impactful. Mm-hmm. It's, it's interesting how, uh, how our testimony of that faith working through and testing, and this has really been what we've been talking about, and especially, uh, pastors, you've brought the messages um, about faith and the testing of it, therefore, but it, it strengthens our testimony. And so, therefore, when things like that happen, you know, the good or the bad, and they, it's the consistency of how we then express our faith. And just right on, on exactly what you were saying, Rich, Dustin, uh, who we've, we've said before, those that are listening, if you're brand new, Dustin, by now you would pick up by the fact that he is a doctor. <laughs> and, uh, but uh, his testimony uh, is able to be brought forth, uh, a testimony of faith uh, in, in his work. And uh, um, he's chosen to do that. You don't have to. You know, that's not in the medical journals, in fact. But uh, you, you choose to do that because you know that that's a part of your life. That's something that's impacted you. And you have, uh, you, have, uh, you have hope. And he really means it when he says this is going to be a little uncomfortable. It's going to hurt he me said, more than it hurts you. That's right. He you, says right? that with passion. We've got you in the house now. And we didn't get you in here the day after, or the week after, you were talking about you know, the doctor's offices. Uh, you know, but, and the endless waiting. Uh, that's, I think is exactly what he said. Yeah. <clears throat> but see, that's not that's not Doc's fault. No, that's not his fault. Uh, and I'll tell you whose fault <laughs> it is. Sometimes it is. <laughs> Doc, go ahead and put, pick up a uh, heart. Whose fault is it? Who, whose fault is it? Mm, let's see. This could be bad. <laughs> it could be. I got a DM me and a yes. <laughs> yes. So let's, let's go back to the. Okay. You gonna go back to the box? I got an LOL and a totes. Totes. Okay. T-O-T-E-S. Well, totes. It's totes. It's, it's totes. Not my fault. It's, 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 <laughs> actually, it's that, short, short for totally. Totally. Oh, totally. That's the like new. Like you're totes uh, adorb. You're totally adorable. Yeah. Nice. Somebody, somebody the other night, we were going through. <laughs> totes adorb. <laughs> I think we should start hashtagging that. Hashtag. Hashtag. It's like a progressive commercial in here, us having to explain these to each other, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> it is. Leading the blind. Or yeah. Well, so go back uh, and going back to this, you know, as, as faith then is definitely a relevant part of our life as we deal with struggle and all of this enigma. Uh, and you were getting to the fact that, yes, the Bible characters are, they were definitely well, people just like you and me. And that clip that I view so much, it pretty much says it all. With Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade, right. we stepped off of that, and it was there. You know, and that's yeah. the way God is. A lot of times, you have to take that step for that faith kicks in, and you, you the faith gets you going, but it really comes home after you touch your foot on that <laughs> step going across that cavern. Yeah, yeah, and it and it that step of faith is. It's a make or breaker, right? Yeah, exactly I mean, there right. in that in that yeah, scene exactly. in that clip, uh, Indy's dad uh, was saying, you know, you gotta you gotta just have faith. You gotta you gotta trust it. And uh, if he didn't, if he in the scene, if he didn't, he couldn't get to the to the cup that uh, was supposedly holding the 
Holy grail. You, you yeah. drink out of that, and then yeah. uh, you get you know, of course, restored he and healed. Right. So. In that text, the writer of Hebrews mentioned uh, uh, Abel, Enoch, and Noah. That's the three he used. He goes on and mentions more names, like in next week, but nonetheless, that's when he used them. We talked a little bit about them and the faith that they had to have. Um, talk about peer pressure and the whole case with Noah. For a hundred years, he built that boat, and pe- I'm sure people would come by and call him names because it never rained. They'd never seen rain. That's an amazing thing to me. We were 500 miles from the nearest water, right? And it was giant, like two foot built football fields long and a football field wide. So it was a massive mm-hmm. structure. <clears throat> and by, by, by faith, he did that, and then we see what happened. We see the end results and. I saw a picture one time that it showed after the rains were coming and all these people were standing around it after the door had been shut up to this much in water and it was beating on it wanting in. Mm-hmm. Well, and then Jesus was the type of the ark into safety. There's a lot of types in the scripture, but that was one of them. Correlations. And you and, see that. Yeah, absolutely. They were doomed. Right. They didn't get... They didn't get saved. Mm-mm. They didn't get a second chance. So, That's right. And then, you know, I just ended that up talking about, like we always do, to, to kind of do a self-evaluation uh, where we're at. Mm-hmm. And I think, you know, mm-hmm. it's all about application. You use scripture to set it up and use examples, but it comes down to uh, to application, you know, so. Well, and I think that one of the things you brought up was the doubting, you know, are you a doubter? Right. You know, that type of thing. and. And I think that sometimes um, in our walk of faith, there are times of challenges that, that we begin to doubt. But then, then as we push through, as we look at it, and, and what we've been learning in ditch class is that very, very important T, and we have to truth it. We have to truth, go to the scriptures, remind ourselves of the promises and the very faithfulness of God through time. And that kind of surges through our veins and reminds us that, you know what, it's better to go there well, than and, to doubt this whole thing. And, and there's so much that we know to be true, but you can't touch it or see it. It's like I was mentioning the five senses. Mm-hmm. We know that we have them, but you can't see it. You can't right. see taste. Right. You can't see sight. You can't smell or hearing, but we know it to be true. Yeah. You know? Well, we can't see gravity. We're nope. stuck. We're stuck down. No, nope, we exactly can't. Right. We can't uh, see the wind. Right. You know, other than the fact that it blows through the leaves and things of this nature. So, you're exactly right. You know, these. I was thinking about those examples as as you were preaching on uh, Sunday. I, I like the part too where he was talking about in prayer, about you know when you you honestly pray that hey, where do you want me? Take me where you want me. Mm. Are we willing? to take that step. Yeah, and, and that's, that's, that's huge. That's a big, big question. And, you know, we pray, we pray, okay, God, lead me, God, lead me, God, lead me. But what if he says, okay, you're going to Africa, you're going to Russia. And then it's like, well, lead me, but don't take me that far out of the county. Mm-hmm. And, you know, <laughs> are, are we really earnestly praying for God to lead us? Mm-hmm. I had a, in that case. here's an interesting Example, sometimes it's not Africa, sometimes it's not across the world or anything like that, and you know that, we all know that. But I had an interesting uh, example when I was growing up, and I was oh, 16, 17 years old, and, and um, 
my cousins lived down in Peoria, East Peoria, Illinois, and um, I was kind of around Peoria and East Peoria during the time and my stay, and I was driving out of that area and going back home, and I said, <laughs> I just was kind of in in conversation with God. I had kind of, I had some good, I had a good trip uh, time with them, but I also was dating a gal that was down there, and there was, uh, it was kind of rocky, and it was just not, so I had these weird, you know, uh, emotions kind of just, you know, I didn't want to leave uh, my family, but at the same time, I just felt like I needed to go, and time was up anyway, so I needed to go, <laughs> but as I was driving out, I, I, I don't know if it was just a gloomy day, but my outlook on Peoria and East Peoria at the time was not good. And I, I just spoke out loud and just was praying as I was driving alone. I said, Lord, I don't ever want to move to Peoria. I don't, don't, I just don't ever want to move to Peoria. Drove home. Okay, I was 16, right? At age 27, I was called to the Peoria First Church of the Nazarene as the worship leader. Now you get God's chuckling. And, and I was reminded about that as I was driving into Peoria to go for my first interview. And I laughed, and I told Stacy about it. She, she chuckled. She goes, oh, okay. <laughs> and so, and then we spent three years there. And I would love to tell you that, that those three years were just peachy, but there were some trials. And so, but you work through faith, just knowing, God, you're in charge. And as I step forward into that and recognizing I, I'm going to go forward because God is showing the open door. He's mm -hmm. showing the next step. There's no close. There's no There's no red lights in this. This is all green lights. Go. And so, exactly right. So here I was, you know, stepping into back into, and I was, but I was reminded, you know, many, many years later. You know, guess what? You're going to Peoria. <laughs> I'm going to start praying every day, Lord, don't call me to Hawaii. <laughs> <laughs> Certainly not to the beach. No, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and, then, and then when he gets called, he's going to say, Yeah, there you go. Yeah, there you go. I'm going to take my bestie boo. <laughs> I'm going to DM her first. <laughs> it's totes great out here. I don't know. I can't even use it right, I'm sure. Well, as, as we wrap up this part, the Enigma of Faith, what else did you, would you like to say uh, about Sunday or any of you guys? Kind of looking at each other right now. Yeah. Okay. Just making sure. Well, I think the faith is so important to talk about, and we continue in on this next week. This it's amazing how the Holy Spirit we talk about all the time works things out. This next passage in Hebrews, uh, the title of the message is, is "Faith: The Superglue of Marriage," and the marriage is Abraham and Sarah, and how their faith. Uh, kept them going to the fact that she had a baby at ninety-nine, and he. He was 100, and they had been promised that son, and they had faith that, that it would happen. And you know all the years that they probably, in a sense, maybe doubted that to a degree. Mm -hmm. She'd even heard the angel of the Lord say, she's going to have, and she laughed. If you remember that story. I do. It, uh, it, it, it come back, and she did. You know, Genesis 2, uh, God, uh, this, this this Hebrew language is, is amazing in this sense and the meaning. You know, we read in, in Genesis 2 that uh, Adam was alone, and I always say he needed somebody to tell him what to do, so God created a woman. Verse 18, 
And the Lord God said, it is not good for the man to be alone. I will make a companion who will help him. The King James Version says help meet, but the Hebrew word is ezer konegdo, and it translates lifesaver. I think that's interesting. It says, I will make a lifesaver for you. And I'm, you know, as sure as I'm sitting here, if it wasn't for my wife, I, I probably wouldn't have done so well, especially in ministry. But that's, she, she saved my life in a lot of ways. But um, I don't know about you guys, but I'm speaking for me. Um, when we first got married, I, I still wanted to be a, a little kid and have fun, run around, do goofy stuff. But she kind of took that out of me to a degree to try to help me face responsibility because I wanted her, losing my mom at a young age, I wanted her to be my mom too, and that didn't work out so well, <laughs> if you know what I'm saying. And well, it, in, today, in, in today's language, as a conigno, uh, also stands for what is it, Rich? Go ahead. What's, what's the heart say? What's it say it stands for? Because we always can look to the heart for the... That's exactly right. So for the great translation. Dreamy. Dreamy. I see. Dreamy. As a dreamy. Yeah. Dreamy date night. I see. Oh. That's, okay, well, that... Well, there you go. That, uh, the modern-day Hebrew. You know, that, 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 that plays along with that. <laughs> You know, and, and the thing is, in, in, and then in verse 24, it says, This explains why a man leaves his father and mother and is joined to his wife, and the two are united into one. And that whole thrust behind that passage, united in one, it means like they're super glued together. That's why divorce hurts so much. <laughs> I don't care. I've dealt with a lot of people that's went through it, and they might say there wasn't any injury or whatever, but I don't believe them. I don't... I don't think you you marry somebody and and to me and I, I've yammered this since since day one as far as in the ministry when people are joined together and and they have sex it, it their souls touch I think it's the only way in any kind of relationship it's the most intimate thing that can happen between a man and a woman and you give your, a piece of yourself away. That's, I've always thought that, even in, in counseling with kids and stuff. You continue to do this over and over. You're giving yourself away that this gift that God had given you to give your husband or your wife. You know, that's old-fashioned stuff, but that's how I see it. Mm-hmm. I don't see it any other way. And then kids will look you in the eye and say, oh, that's just sex. Well, it's not. It's a God thing. That's <laughs> what it is. Sure. But that's, that's the point. And I think with that being glued together, I think that's why... It, it hurts so bad and uh, it tears, you know. And that's that's the consequences of divorce. God hates it. It's it's happened in probably the majority of our families, but uh, we do a lot of things that God hates, you know. But anyhow, that's one of them. But I, I believe in, in a marriage, faith is, is the super glue that holds it together. You know, in that whole triangle uh, down here at the base, you got husband and wife and Jesus at the top and the closer they get to Jesus, the closer they get to each other. Mm-hmm. Each other. You know, I've used that a lot. But that's that's kind of what we're talking about. Um, what it takes to please God, and without faith, it's impossible to please Him. For he um, who comes to God must believe that He is, and that He is a rewarder of those who seek Him. And then we look at the faith of Abraham and the faith of, of Sarah as well, and how they lived that in in that alien uh, lifestyle. And let's see. Uh, and and I'm a of course, I just realized why I was inspired to get those flowers. Because I've got a segment that I'm going to talk about my wife. So, shoo. 
you might want to go get another dozen. Well, <laughs> he was being proactive. That's nice. Yeah, it just hit me. Pre-paid. And here I got to these points, my notes, but, you know, and she doesn't, she doesn't like this, to be actual, to be honest about it. But, man, when, when we were called to ministry, she was obedient. And, and, you know, she said, wherever God calls you, I'll go. It might be tough for me, but uh, I'll go. And she did. And she's moved and give up houses that she loved and on and on. She did it for God and she did it for me. So uh, her faith um, really helped carry us through that. You know, I remember uh, we laugh about that now, but when we first moved to town, we lived over Tindalson. I, I didn't realize how noisy the square is here. I can hear things out my window, but living over there at night and stuff, because then back in those days, the square would be full of kids. I don't think kids come up here much anymore, not like they used to. But, uh, and I'd always talked about that, and tongue in cheek. Uh, I said, "Well, I knew he was in trouble when I seen a cockroach carrying a roll of toilet paper on its back down the hallway." But nonetheless, <laughs> it wasn't. You know, it was just a different place. But she stuck it out, and uh, but no, I, I'll always admire her for that. And that, and that faith, you know, for 50 years is is, is pretty much uh, uh, kept us together. So there, there's um, there's four princi- principle or four ingredients to the glue that holds uh, marriage together and <clears throat> vision. The first one is vision. It's the ability to hope beyond the restrictions of the present. I, I like that definition. Vision is the ability to hope beyond the restriction of the presence. Uh, the second principle is is pursuit. Uh, the third is abandonment, and in verse 15 of Hebrews 11, and indeed, if they had been thinking of that country from which they went out, they would have had opportunity to return. They withdrew from that. You know, all at once, God shows up and said, Abraham, I want you to, I want you to, to leave Ur of the Chaldees and go where I take you. And I don't think he really gave him a, a destination. And he just packed up and left. You know, and that's, that's the other thing about moving. And I, I agree with you, Rich. I think... I think a lot of people uh, within the context of the kingdom have been called, but they sunk down their heels and dug in, so I'm, I'm not leaving. I like it here. I'm comfortable here. So I don't know how often, but I think that's happened before. And I, I look back and think about my life. If I would have done that, what that would have meant. I'd, I'm sure that I would have still been a believer, but I, I don't know if I'd have been blessed the way that I have in disobedience. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. He didn't kick people out of the kingdom for disobedience or none of us would be in it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, and then that fourth principle is, is desire in verse 16. But as it is, they desire a better country that is heavenly, a heavenly one. Therefore, God is not ashamed to be called their God for he has prepared a city for them. You know, that's huge looking forward ahead to this, to that. And of course, we're here with the, in the here and the now, but Nonetheless, we have that hope. You know, I, the older you get, the more and more you think about heaven. And then when, you know, it's like my brother-in-law, Keith, is not in very good shape. And uh, after church Sunday, I drove to Champaign and got to spend an hour with him. And we talked about heaven, and uh, he's ready to go. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it makes it a little easier. It, it doesn't make it easier saying goodbye, but, boy, when you know that, right. that he looks you in the eye and says, I'm ready to go to heaven, you know. And... Uh, and he's not always lived his life for Christ, as I have not as well. So that's kind of where we're going. Um, 
and uh, I, I've got these old clips that I use, and I haven't used this one for a, a long time, but it, it's real poignant to me. It's from a real old movie with Michelle Pfeiffer and Bruce Willis called The Story of Us. Mm -hmm. When you're married, you and that spouse have a story that you'll never share with anybody else, regardless of how many times you're married. And in this m movie, they're, have, they're struggling on the verge of divorce. And at the end, they're, they're talking and she's telling, telling him this. Is, you know, we, we, in a sense, we need to rethink this thing because look what we've been through. Man, oh man, you, you've been through births and deaths and on and on and on. Maybe financial crisis and on and on. You won't share that story with anybody else. There might be similar stories, but it won't be the same. And, and we all have that. Whether it's you and Roberta, you, you and Keela, or you and Stacy, it's the story of you. It's your story. No one else is in that story. Your kids are, but I mean, as far as living it, it's, it, it, it's who you are. I'm convinced that through the power of Christ that a lot of marriages that have eroded and failed could be saved. But you get, in marriage counseling sometimes you get in and people's got their mind made up. And you sit with a couple and after you hear both sides, you, you, you're sad because you, this is, this, this is probably not going to work. Because one, one won't yield, one won't, won't turn to Christ for the answers. So there it goes. I, I think every problem in the world is a spiritual problem. And when you sit down with a couple, even if there's been the worst, whether it's infidelity or whatever, uh, through the power of Christ, you can forgive that person and move on. But it's, sometimes it don't happen. So mm. that's kind of where I'm ending with, with that as far as Abraham and Sarah. And then uh, for each of us on Valentine's Day to uh, really evaluate our relationship is there anything that we need we need to change right because after 50 years of marriage you 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 start taking advantage of each other you don't buy flowers you don't buy cards and even uh, heaven forbid if you never forget a birthday or anniversary <laughs> right but but you you know that if you miss that they might be hurt but they're not going to you're not going to go home someday and all your stuff will be in the front yard. <laughs> I think guys on the railroad, that's happened to them. Yeah, yeah they go home and all, their locks are changed and their stuff <laughs> in the front yard. Praise God, that never happened to me. Yeah. But, uh, well, it's, it's, a, it's a great way to continue on this um, message of faith and, and the process of it. And uh, love that, the super glue of a marriage. It's, it's exactly the truth. You guys, uh, as we wrap up this podcast time together, um, well, there are a couple of examples or something you'd like to share when Eddie was talking and came to mind. Maybe about your faith in, in marriage or maybe even the faith walk personally. Um, I'll go, go for it. Uh, I know there was a time um, in, in our marriage where... Um, and I'm not pushing a blame on anyone else but myself. Uh, the, I had drifted away from church, worked a lot of Sundays, a lot of overtime, and the kids come along, and it was, you know, you just didn't, you didn't make the time and the effort to do it. Hmm. And it was more me than it was anything. 
and I know Roberta uh, is kind of the one that really uprighted the ship uh, through conversations with her grandmother, uh, who was a believer, who has since passed, mm -hmm. and uh, we, you know, she talked to her, and we sat down and says, you know, we've got children that we're responsible for. And that was kind of the time where we really made a conscious effort to That's great. let's be in church. And, yeah. you know, I attribute that to her, right? my boo. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> That's but, why, me too. But, uh, That's what happened to me. But Same it, thing. It, it was, you know, it was, and, you know, it was God working through her grandmother talking to her that we had that. And, That's great. You know, I'm obviously grateful for it but right. it was it was uh, well and that's it was that's, a big change you right. know that we needed to do and that's her testimony of faith as she was able to then share it as as she loved it and uh, trickled over to you, to you guys that's awesome yeah that's great Dustin anything that can't come to mind well I just uh, it continues to be incredibly ironic to me that I started coming to this church just because I was chasing a pretty girl <laughs> um, I mean that's just hysterical you know I mean Keela grew up best friends with Delaney. Um, Ron and Cindy Lucas spent a bunch of time at their house and one of our very first dates was, I mean whether you call it a date or not, basically she called me up. I had a bunch of friends over on a Monday night at the house to watch wrestling. That's what we did. A bunch of my football friends from high school and she called me and wanted to know if I wanted to come swimming at Ron and Cindy's and uh, I left my house full of my buddies. Caught a lot of flack over it, but it's worked out pretty good. Yeah. And uh, yeah, she started dragging me here to church, so it's kind of kind of ironic that I'm on the leadership team now and sitting here doing a podcast. Yeah, that's, that's awesome. How, that's how uh, I started into church here. But um, what Eddie was talking about, you know, most, most problems can be, you know, healed uh, through the word. Um, and most problems are spiritual problems. I think that's the thing that I constantly think of, I guess, is the the ability for us to 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 take ourselves out of the equation. That death to self, I think, is the overriding theme oh, that you have to have in sure. faith. And I think that's true in marriage too. Um, mm. You know, it's no longer me and what I want, and it's us. You know, um, and praise God. You know, Keila's always just been so encouraging. I've had all these crazy you know, goals and dreams and everything. And, you know, from the very beginning when we were kids, she's been nothing but supportive of anything I wanted to do. And, um, and she, I mean, she's kind of had that same, you know, the next step, we got to move. I've moved her so many times. It's crazy for school and, you know, uh, rotations in Indianapolis and Muncie a couple years, Terre Haute. I mean, um, we just, you know, and she's always just kind of, never complained about it now the last time when we moved here and she was nine months pregnant with charlie and we moved into our house and sold and she said this is it you move again i'm not coming with you so but uh praise god for that you know yeah just that yeah. that uh that spirit of it's us you know um and i've always felt like no matter how bad anything else gets it's it's she and i against the world sometimes you know i mean sometimes it feels that way but man to be able to come home and have have a relationship you feel safe and comfortable and that's right. um, you can share and that's such a blessing and I think that lifesaver translation I yeah. love that because yeah. oh man oh man you, you've said before 
Josh says most men would self-destruct without yeah. a good woman. Yeah. And I, that the first nice. time you said that from the pulpit, I was like, "Amen to that." You know, I, mean, I think every guy in the yeah. in the congregation yeah. gets that. You if, know? if they're honest with themselves, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so thank well, God for women today. Amen. You know, great women in our lives. You got to ask him something. You got to ask Steve a question. Steve's got oh, I get to Steve. Oh, okay. Right. Well, man, he you put you on the spot. I don't. I've got a heart. I guess I have let's, a Let's heart, just yeah. say, I mean, in your relationship, I mean, what, what makes it work with Steve and Stacy? Let's see right here. Here we go. Okay. You got to give me one, Rich. Here we go. Here we okay, go. here it is. What works in my situation? It's because I always ask her, just be mine. Be mine. My boo. <laughs> That's what the other side is. Be mine, my boo. Be mine, my boo. Yeah. And she says, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Well, that's that's good. I, I appreciate you. Uh, I've got three hearts for you right here, right in front of me. And uh, the green one's going to go to Eddie. The uh, pink one's going to go to Rich. And the white one's going to go to Dustin. But before we look uh, too, too much here, oh. we're going to go ahead and, and Eddie's going to go ahead and, and, and pray. And we're going to pray over the, this pod, uh, that podcast, and then we'll wrap it up with a little heart exclamation. Lord, we love you. I just thank you for my brothers and uh, what we've been able to share here. Uh, I thank you for the enjoyment that you bring in our lives, that uh, the peace that you bring, Holy Spirit, uh, allows us to have some fun in life and have some laughter. And uh, it gets pretty heavy sometimes, and I think it needs to be uh, equalized and balanced out, and, and you do that, and I appreciate it. And Lord, as we, we think about our faith, that it continues to grow stronger, uh, that we're, none of us are here in this place, even in this room today by chance, but uh, you have ordered our steps to come and, um, and just be ourselves, and be honest with people and transparent, and we're, we're thankful for that. And I do love these brothers and what they mean to me and what they mean to you, and uh, as we continue to uh, lead this church together, and we're thankful for that, So, and for our spouses. and. Uh, for the faith that's in our marriage, Lord, and that that, that holds it together. Uh, and as Dustin said, we we sometimes uh, get to thinking about ourselves, but then uh, in marriage, it's it's not about us. It's uh, it is about us and our wives, but it's not about uh, us personally. That it's not what I want and give me this, give me that. But it's a it it is a huge life of compromise, and we don't we do it because. We want to, and we do it because we, we love the other person. And, you know, Lord, I've always said that marriage is not 50-50. It's each person given 100%, and, uh, and, uh, I, and I really believe that today. So I just ask all the people listening to this today, Lord, just ask that you bless their marriage as well and just uh, uh, continue to help them strengthen it. I love you, God. Thank you for Steve leading us today, and uh, we give you praise and glory. We ask it in the name of Christ. Amen. Amen. Well, thanks for joining us here today. and. And as we do go on out, uh, you know, uh, these are the words you're going to be promoting on Valentine's Day to your wives. Go ahead, Eddie. Rockstar. Well. And then you can tell me what this one means. B-A-E. B-A-E. That's bae. Rock, you're a rock star, bae. That's short. As in short, short for baby? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> you have to translate all this for me because I'm old, I guess. B-A-E. Bae. Hey, bye, bye. What are you doing? Call me a goat. <laughs> you go home saying some of these. Diane's going to yeah, rush I'm going to have to really process. Well, I need to write these down because I good. forget it. So you're a rock star, Bay. Okay, so Rich. Bay. Oh, Bay. Bay. And LOL. 
LOL. But you don't want to really necessarily laugh out loud with that, do you? We're going with lots of love. <laughs> lots of love. Lots of, that's, yeah. that's what my mom says that is. <laughs> lots of love. Yes. Yeah, and that could go for whether you're laughing out loud or not. It's just right. I send you a lot of joy with my lots of love. Right. All right, Dustin, what you got, buddy? Well, I've got just kind of be, mine, be mine, which is good. And then the other side is just heart you, so love you. Love you. So, yep, Keela Amber. I hope you listen to this this evening. I love you. You're still my favorite. There we go. Well, that's perfect, guys. Thanks for wrapping it up and uh, being a part of this today and joining in with the little candy heart game. It's been fun and uh, enjoyment. Uh, it's been a long podcast, but I think it's been just a great one. And, uh, again, thanks, guys. Well, again, it's great to be in the presence of celebrities, the face of Ohio Valley Gas and the face of Sullivan County Community Hospital and the face of Crossroads. So it's... <laughs> We're going to get out of here and go get some flowers. <laughs> I guess so. We have to step it up. Bay. If you're listening to this, borrow some money here. Keep, keep up with that. That's right. Well, until next guy, uh, time, guys, uh, thanks for being with us uh, today on the podcast. Thanks for listening, and uh, we'll say goodbye for now. Happy Valentine's Day.